What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Toronto Blue Jays? This is the first edition of 2017, and we are excited. Jesse Ballwalker and Mike, the coach, a.k.a. Papa Paracone, and I sit down and get ready for the upcoming Blue Jays season. We wrap up on the World Baseball Classic. We talk about spring training, things we liked. We missed the, the information of... Melvin Upton getting cut, but you can see what we felt about it last week. As well, uh, Ryan Gorn's making the team, so that information is out, but it's in your hands now. This is our, no wait, the Toronto Blue Jays 2017.1 Spring Training. Enjoy, this is going to be a fun season. Let's go Blue Jays, clap, clap, clap. On with the show. This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. What's up, Nana Nation, and most importantly, the lovers of the Toronto Blue Jays. This is the Blue Jay edition number one for 2017 spring training. Fucking right. I With me, I've got my BJ bros, Ball Walker. What up? Via satellite, because baby Paracone's about to drop Mike the Coach Paracone. Really? Baby Paracone's about to come? What am I doing here at spring training then, like scouting for the next season? I better get home, like, right quick. No, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate joining you remotely, and um, looking forward to it, but looking forward to more Blue Jays baseball, too, right? Yes. I am so pumped for the season. The Blue Jays hype video just came out. I know, Mike, I know you saw that. Did you see it, Jesse? You know what? It's actually on my to-do, saved. Okay, it is so sexy. Is it? Totally. Yeah. I, I, I reposted it because I saw Mike posted it. Yeah. And then my comment was, eggplant, 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 <laughs> eggplant, slash exploding champagne bottle four times. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I get it. Woo. I get it now that, you, now that you've laid it out for me. At first, I'm just like, I know he's a wop, but like, eggplants, just relax on the eggplants, all right? Like, no. <laughs> I know. We love the eggplant. <laughs> you guys fucking love it. Okay. So this, this is the Blue Jay Edition Spring of Training. So probably like the preseason of our Blue Jay Edition. Now, guys, quick question. Yes. Do we want this Blue Jay Edition to have, do we want to continue the numbers from last year or do we go back to one? Oh, you're right. throwing that on us right now. I, I say number a, one, man. Yeah, like a show note. You want to go back 2017.1. Got it. I like that. Mike, you good with yeah, that? Yeah, that's good. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Perfect. All right, so Blue Jays edition 2017.1. Thank uh, God we're doing this again. Yes. I know, right? So sexy. It's, it's nothing short of a good time. Anytime we can get into the cut, we can talk a little Blue Jay baseball. This might be the... The, fir- the last Blue Jay edition at the current Billy Shears podcast studio, and the next one might have to be done at the new Billy Shears podcast studio. Oh, break it in. Still in lovely Milton, Ontario. Okay. All right. So let's start with the beautiful thing that happened this spring, this early spring, which was the baseball classic. We'll get yes. into the baseball classic before we get into too much preseason. I feel like the preseason, everything that happened before the baseball classic was kind of just a little bit of foreplay. So let's get into the baseball classic. What did you guys think of the baseball classic? I'm going to start with you, Mike, and then we'll go to you, Jesse. Okay. Um, well, I think it's a really cool event. We got to see four or five or maybe six high-caliber teams playing 
like super elite level baseball with a bunch of all stars on the team, and um, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the high level of competition early in this year. Um, a little disappointing in Canada's performance, but when you send your best player that's an American, you know, thanks on Freeman for doing it, and I like the reasons and all that. But you know, we just had sort of a shallow roster, so we didn't, I didn't expect us to do anything. But I love to see the nationalism in it. I love to see the passion and the quality of baseball was excellent. We're, we might be a little disappointed watching basically baseball early in April as guys get going because that was I thought some really compelling games. I, I made more of a point of watching key matchups in the World Baseball Classic than I have in spring training just because it has limited time for the baby coming. But man, I thought some excellent baseball and, and some of the best players like you know, uh, playing at high levels, including a couple of Blue Jays, our own Joey Bats and uh, and Marcus Stroman. I completely agree. I've never watched so much World Cup baseball than I have this year. And you can tell that baseball, they are craving that camaraderie, that event where you have the guys with the same sweater, the same nationality. It's that big event that other sports has. And, And baseball needs that, to be frank. Because it's pretty much just, you know, kind of America's pastime. Right. They need that to show all the other countries, Japan, Cuba, Puerto Rico, and how big baseball actually is worldwide. Yes. It, it, and if I can even jump in, like, they needed that victory more than any other country. It became very apparent that, like, you know, the U.S., this national pastime, this nationalistic pride, they got a whole political culture going on down there that's so deep and so, you know, divisive right now. But, like, they needed that. They wanted it. They wanted to prove they were the best, and they almost didn't do it. And like in the, in the games that I saw, they were not the best team. Clearly, they performed well at the right time. But you know, um, man, there's some. Uh, Dominican is, is not like one of the most exciting teams. Puerto Rico, man, those guys are like incredibly young, like 20, 20 to twenty-five year olds, like future possible Hall of Famers and certainly perennial All-Stars. It was great. It was oh. great. It was so such uh, quality, you know, from a purist. You know, I, I, I don't want to sit on a high, high horse or anything, but I just I loved it. It was, it was great. That Puerto Rico team fires you up when you watch them. Holy hell, do they love baseball. They don't drink Gatorade on the bench. Their infield goes from Carlos Correa to Francisco Lindor to Javier Baez. I don't even care who's playing first. That's something. Those are three of the future generation of, you know, like I said, said, uh, all perennial all-star team leaders. These guys were all on the line like the last two years of some of the baseball brightest. And then they played on the same diamond together. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, just 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 to get in there, the baseball classic to me, exactly what Jesse said too, showed what internationally can do, and baseball as a, an American dominated sport really did something that a sport like football can't do, which is show the reach worldwide. Where soccer has it, hockey has it, probably a little bit lesser extent. Basketball in the last couple of years has really shown shined with it. But it really shows the reach that baseball has and gives it some really, really nice and really deserved international flavor. Mwah. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope it becomes more um, popular in the mainstream. I don't think it'll ever be a uh, on the same level as like a, uh, a World Cup of Soccer or you know, even, some, even, even the, the, you know, the, the, uh, the Golfers Cup. That they, like, there's some great international events and like that are watched worldwide. I don't know if it'll ever get to that point just because it's played in the early in the year and not the best players always play in it. Like, there's still those things where it's not, it's not the main focus. 
focal point of the sport is being like exactly what you said, like the best championship you can win, like almost more important than a World Series. But I mean, if we can get perennial talent, and hopefully this will, you know, this poor showing by the Team Canada will 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 inspire some of the younger kids coming up, and some of the guys that maybe should have been there or whatever. I mean, everybody has their own reasons to get this, but you know, it, it would be nice to see that people cared about playing uh, for that tournament for their country, and there was a level beyond like the money and the and the, 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 the business aspect. I know usually baseball runs it, but it'd be nice if that more personal country relationship. Hopefully it will be. I, just, I think there's a lot of good signs and I think a lot of other countries treat it that way. So I'm hoping we'll kind of pick up the slack in that regard. I, I got to think how happy and excited that everybody who runs that, that America won it. Yes. Because going in, going into next year, the hype to retake the championship, be back to back, I think it's going to build, and and hopefully it does, because deservedly so, they need a tournament like this. But I think the America win was huge for it. Yes, I have to agree. I, and I, you know what? It's, it's probably about time that the U.S. won because yeah. it, it was an it's an important thing for them to win, just for the raw raw look what we do, like America. We finally did it. Go Trump. Yeah. Well, and I guess the one that we can maybe switch off the World Baseball Classic and slide into the Blue Jays and start talking about Marcus Stroman, who is the MVP of the championship. Did you guys get a chance to watch that game at all, or you see the highlights? Only or the they, highlights. You know, get a feel for how well he did. Yeah, I, I got the highlights. Would you? Yeah, I, I saw the first, and then I had to go out for hockey, so I saw the ending with the highlights. Right. I mean, it seems like he was he impressed a lot of people. Um, Sound like a well-deserved MVP. I also caught a couple of mid-innings. I got to see him deal to maybe four or five batters, and he looked strong. He looked sort of um, wild-card winning Marcus Stroman. Like, you know, like I think it was that's sort of what I expect for him as a big-game pitcher. Uh, I still, I still, you know, we can get into this later and talk about the rotation stuff, but I still don't know exactly what his season-long forecast is, but Pete Marcus Stroman is... Um, I think he's intimidating. I think he's got a presence. I think he projects more than his talent, and his talent is very good. I'm not saying Marcus Stroman is a bad pitcher, but I think that like he ups his game in a way that few people can, and I think it's the intensity and the pride and the energy and, and that stuff you see on the mound of the Jays in big games and the reason that Gibby trusts him. And I, I, you know, I'm glad to see him win it. I know he's a passionate American. He's a passionate Blue Jay, and, and I, I – Big fan, you know you can't can't really argue with that. I, I just hope he's as good as this when we need him, and uh, he's so far he's uh, he's shown me he will be. He uh, he definitely won a bunch of new fans because you know you're talking about those true baseball lovers down south. They don't really care about the Toronto Blue Jays Canada's team, and you're now ready to see Stroman, our young pitcher, who. Dep- doesn't matter how the game goes is fired up on that mound and emotional and he puts his heart into everything win or loss and you got to love that as a fan watching the game you know i said the-, the only thing you know what i wish i, and I hope that marcus stroman sort of i just maybe this is me being like kind of the old fart but like yeah. the old school guy but like i wish that he was able to kind of had the Jason Grilly fired up as opposed to the Marcus Stroman because I feel like he gets in the faces of people and I feel like he ruffles a bit of that. And then maybe that's the game and that's fine and that's cockiness and confidence and like a WWE persona that he puts on. Maybe it's all <laughs> of those things, but like, you know, I just, I want him to channel it more into the game, and, you know, than what we're getting right now. That's all I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, the one thing that I really liked about this, and I said it last year when the wild card game happened, it's like, Stroman... 
pitched at Duke. Strowman knows how to pitch big games, big crowds. He can handle it. And when he got named the the pitcher for that game, in the back of my mind, I was like, fuck yeah, he can do it. Fuck yeah. We, as Blue Jay fans, we've seen him. We saw him, his rookie campaign after the injury, walk into a playoff position. This guy is built for these. He's got he's got the hustle and swagger to, to follow with it all. I'm happy to see this guy, you know, getting his moment to shine. And I'm very, very, very proud as a Jays fan to see that happen too. No, for sure. He's, he's definitely earned it through his hard work, and and, and you know, for I guess I, I think I, I guess I put Aaron Sanchez on such a pedestal that Marcus Stroman just can't compare in terms of the pure pitcher. But honestly, this guy's shown up. He worked his ass off to get back and help us win meaningful games that meant so much to all of us. Like, you know, he's a true through and through Blue Jay. And you know, I maybe sometimes I I sound like I'm down on him when I really shouldn't be. Like when you sit back and appreciate the way he does his business, man, gotta respect it. Yeah. Respect the hustle. Okay. Um, a little side note that we'll get into really quickly, then I think we should get into the rotation, is um, the Jays offering Gibbs a, a longer-term deal. Yeah, to what, 2021 or was it? 2020? It's like two or three years. Yeah. Like another two years with an option or something like that. I think that's the general. Do we like it? Who, do you want to start? Well, who who else do you see besides Gibby coming to this team? Oh, to, would, to be no, honest, and no, I nobody, nobody until we rebuild. Why would you even bother? It sounds like you know what. If I, I'm sorry, I'm taking the mic here, but like maybe this is just a change in philosophy. Maybe they will try and sign Donaldson to a long term deal. Maybe they won't trade Tulo and Martin and try and play out the string. Maybe they'll try and sign Batista again on another one year deal. Like maybe maybe they've decided to do things differently until Vladdy Guerrero is ready because like he's still two or three years away and maybe they're not gonna maybe they will sustain and try and compete and, you know, just tinker for a while. I, I think these guys have got a ten year run, so maybe like you know, maybe this is what they're going to do, and maybe Rogers and ownership and money and ratings and all that has had the impact that we thought it would. You know, maybe I, it could be just that. So if that's the case, hey, I'd like to try and keep playing a couple of years before we stop. But yeah. I didn't expect to, so that's good. It it instills confidence in me in a way because. I mean, this is just the Toronto fan in me, but I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. And when I hear them not signing someone or something to do with finances and they're trying to save cap, even though we're fucking Rogers, it worries me. So for them to have confidence, I guess, to show in this small way of re-signing Gibby that there is the plan still for a couple of years. They think at least we're going to be competitive. It instills confidence in me that... We're not going to sell off the team. We're not going to do typical Toronto stuff. Right. Like we're a winning team still. And like Mike said, we have longevity right now. I'm hoping we re-sign these players, and we're a playoff contender for years. I, I like the idea of having Gibbers around for a little bit longer. Uh, I'm a fan of what he does, uh, the, the little things that he does. Like he, he doesn't get too worked up. He doesn't, you know, the guy res- loves and respects the team. You can tell by that. On top of all that, he is getting into Cito Gaston type allure. He he's got I think uh, with the the run he's had now plus his run before he's getting to like six or seven seasons. By the time this next contract runs, I think he's got ten years with the Jays. That's very impressive for any manager in Major League Baseball to have. I, I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan honestly when they brought him back. Right same. after the first time with Gibbons, I thought that was enough, but. I mean, like like we said last year during all our podcasts that they were proving us wrong. You're right. 
I thought it was Jim Fergosi. Don't forget, guys. You talked about the cap earlier, Jesse, and this and that. This could even be just for show. Like, they can fire Gibby in April if they want and yeah. just pay him the money because the managers don't count against the cap. And you're right. Money is not an issue with us. And so, like, this is this is a goodwill move. This yeah. is sorry we didn't sign Ed Wooden and we got Morales instead and we fucked up. We'll sign Gibby because you guys seem to like him, I guess. Yeah, and, and, and managers yeah. really don't make a lot of money. Uh, you know, Gibby's, right. Gibby's making about a million bucks. Not in the bucks. grand scheme of things. Yeah, no. not in the grand scheme. You're right. You're right. Okay, so let's get back into the starting rotation. We talked about Strowman quite a bit. The Jays announced the other day that Estrada would be starting the ma- on the mound. Yeah. Um, I love the Iceman on, on, on top of the deck. Um, I, I, I think Estrada's, you know, contract year, he's going to pitch great all season. And he's going to pitch himself into like another like a three or four year deal or maybe two or three year deal after this year. Jesse, we'll start with you. Mike will follow up afterwards. So I'm just going to list off the five man rotation. Let's hear. So it's Estrada first, Hap second, which means Hap's probably going to be doing the home opener. Yeah. Okay. Then it goes Strom. No. no. Um, the home opener is not for like six or seven days. I'm going to jump in on that. So, so it might be Sanchez. We play on the road for like. A good bit. I think the home opener is either Sanchez or maybe it is half in the sixth, the sixth, the seventh starting season. Okay, so maybe that's what it is. Is on his. That, that makes sense actually. Half gets the home opener because it's the seventh game of the season. And it's his second it's start. On the road to start. I think that's how it goes. Yeah, it's his second start. So Estrada half, Stroman third, Liriano fourth, Sanchez fifth. And what I'm ta- what I want to talk about is the Sanchez being fifth thing. You have to remember Sanchez is your starter. The thing is, is he's getting a week later start than everybody else. The way they've been doing him in spring training is they've been ramping him up slowly. Yes. So even though Sanchez would be our first starter opening game, what they're doing is they're giving him an extra week and we're bringing him in because we want right away Sanchez to come in like he was. Yes. Yeah. Well... Don't forget, boys. I went back and looked at this. Like Sanchez pitched 196 innings last year yeah. in the regular season. Yeah. So, which was I think his prior career total was 95, 100. So we're talking <laughs> double plus the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So I got no problem with this at all. And if he threw 195 last year, he'll throw 210 this year. He'll get two or three more starts. And this is fine also because we have no sixth starter. There's nobody, I mean, Matt Latos in Buffalo, like, give me a break. Yeah. You know, like, that's not, we will have to acquire a, a starter if one of our guys goes down. They didn't stretch out BG. This is not what they're doing. So, if, if Aaron Sanchez starting the first game means absolutely nothing, and Aaron Sanchez starting the last game means everything. Right. So, yeah. you know, so I'm completely cool with it. I think all five, boys, I am... I am sold on Francisco Liriano. He's been amazing in the spring. I knew he was going to be good. We fleeced Pittsburgh on that deal. Yeah. Okay? He's going to be awesome. I would argue, if we want to get into this debate and just kind of shoot the shit and say who's one through five, it's Sanchez, Liriano, Stroman, Pap Estrada. Really? Wow. You got Liriano second. Yes. I think he will be our second best pitcher at the end of the year. Wow. Well, then the trade is... I love the guy. I love the talent. He fell apart in Pittsburgh for a little bit. This guy, outside of giving up the occasional home run, which is going to be an issue, he's going to strike out more guys. He's, he's, to me, as a sleeper, like, most improved pitcher in the the major leagues this year. I think he's going to be great. I I really do. And he's been on fire. He's been electric boys in spring training. And I know that scrub talent, but, you know, he's ready to go. And this this guy has been a top 30 pitcher. 
pitcher in the majors for probably four of the past five years outside of last year's bad year. And he, he was awesome for us in the playoffs. If he hadn't got conked in the head, this guy was going to be on fire. We could have maybe stood a chance in some of these situations where we were going to be blown out. But, no, yeah, mark my words, Liriano is going to be one of, if not the best, at the end of the season. You know what, that that almost just, like, fires me up right now because I feel like what you're saying, and Liriano, he's flying so under the radar right now, even though he's had a killer spring training. Like, we're not... He's a lefty, too. Yeah, he's a slider, boys. Just he, what I was going to say. He's a slider. It's one of the best in the game. You can't hit that. He, no. He's got it back, and he's firing, like, 95. This guy's ready to go. Yeah, that... I, I believe in him. And I think Pete Walker is, like, an underrated pitching master. Clearly something's happening in Toronto, and all of our pitchers are good. Yeah, you know we've made we've made something out of like other people's spare parts now for a while outside of Sanchez and Stroman. So like I know we got a couple guys from Pittsburgh that were supposed to be good, but I think this guy is one of the best pitching coaches in the league, and I think he's worth every dollar. And maybe we're signing Gibby to keep him around. Like it could be that kind of baseball that we're playing. And if that's the smart baseball that we're playing, man, you know maybe I, I'm turning around a little bit on this Shapiro guy. I haven't given it to them yet. Oh. I want to throw out there one you still got Biagini who has the you, you could turn into your number five um, and then you fine Matt Latos like, may not happen he may not happen but he may also happen because as you just said Mikey there we, we've been able to take people's spare parts and turn them into something you know how nice yeah I, I think it's a different thing with him but like I won't I won't fight you on that I think there's still potential he was a very good pitcher for a long time so and, I'm not saying he's irreparable and, and who knows like what I see as much who knows what happens he might be the Drew Hutchinson 2017 where we bring in another pitcher from Pittsburgh or whomever maybe we bring Hutchinson back from Pittsburgh for Matt Latos you know you, you never know that <laughs> hey, if we could if we could turn value on that that'd be awesome that, that really, I think, really good thing. I think that the idea that you have a, a starting rotation that is half left-handers, half right-handers, that is something yeah. special too. Most of them have we three righties. Pitching in the division, boys. For yeah. sure. you can make your arguments about the back. We have best top rotation. five pitching in the league. The best pitch team in the league right now yeah. is Washington, hands down. No one's arguing no. that. Number two may be the Mets. Number three yeah. may be the Blue Jays. I think it's yeah. I, it's hard to argue that. Yeah. So, you know, that's why we're sort of okay with you know not spending a lot of money on big players. That's why we're kind of laughing at Boston for spending money on David Price. We seem to like. Oh, can we talk about Dave Price? Here, you know, can we talk about Dave Price for just maybe two minutes? Go right ahead. What do you want to talk about? Well, Dave Price, how you feeling, bro? How you feeling? Can you can can yeah. you can you use your your pitching arm? Right yeah. Can you can you take your pitching arm and maybe get something off the top shelf for me, please? Could you? Could you? Yep. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't How crazy! I never did, but I, I, it's in the face. Boston is what it is. It's like take it, boys. You just spent all that money, and yeah. now you're going to have to pay luxury tax for a damaged goods pitcher. Yeah. So this is the exact pitcher, right? like, reason. 
This is the exact reason why the Jays didn't sign him. They knew something was up. I told you guys last year after I got drunk with Eric Andrews in Mexico, remember? Yeah. Fuck, his, his girlfriend said that they didn't sign him because they knew something was wrong with him. And, there you go. And there it is. They, you know what? I think that's leading to another problem that everybody is fucking over overestimating the Red Sox and trying to build up that Red Sox Yankees shit this year. We're still there, boys. We're, we're right. Yeah. We're better than the Yankees. Right and if, if we're not better than the Red Sox, it's a fucking close race. It's close. Yeah. And, and, and now, without. Now, don't get it twisted, though. The Red Sox have three top pitchers in baseball, including the Rain Cy Young Award winner, who may or may not be a good pitcher this year. I feel like that is the best that Porcello will ever pitch. You have you have Chris Sale, who's going to be money, who's going to win you at least 12 games this season. And then you have Dave Price, who may miss the first month and a half, two months of, of the, the uh, season, and who may also get Tommy John surgery. So what's you up? You never know. What's up? Yeah. Yeah? No, Crazy. exactly. We look really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys want, do you have anything else on the rotation? Do we want to jump to the bullpen or do we want to get to the field? Uh, you want to um, do... I think the bullpen's pretty safe yeah. and fair. If yeah. I can just, like, so Better I, than it was I, last year this time. I think we're happy. We have the exact same thing we had before and uh, we know what we're getting from our And bullpen. some. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's just jump to the field real quick. First, we got two major pieces of our infield. Now... Before the Jays played Philly two weeks ago, I was listening to the preseason broad or the pregame broadcast, and the Phillies uh, play-by-play guy was saying how impressive the Toronto Blue Jay defense was. And as a Blue Jay fan, of course, I had immediate Blue Jay boner. But beside that, I was also kind of shocked to hear somebody else from the league say that. Um, and then you start thinking about it. If let's say at first base, Justin Smoke plays a hundred games this season. Justin Smoke, known defensively solid. Travis, when healthy. Yes, when healthy. When healthy. But when not healthy, you have either Ryan Gones or Darren Barney playing that. Strong. Shortstop, you got Tulowitzki, who's been one of the better shortstops in the league for the last decade. Defensively sound. That's not a worry ever for Tulo. Yes. And then, of course, third base, you've got the hardest working guy in all of baseball, Josh Donaldson, a.k.a. the bringer of rain, a.k.a. MVP. Brand new sexy girlfriend. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Did you see her the other oh, night? Oh, how could you not? <laughs> Josh Donaldson and Jerry D were on TV, two guys that I, I like, and all I could be like, wow, she's got beautiful hair. Yeah. Beautiful <laughs> hair. Her eyes were kind of nice, too. I, I didn't see the rest of her. Nice big eyes, yeah. Her eyes were... Well, her hair was beautiful. Yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm going for. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, no, no input what? into. Uh... I actually didn't get a chance to see it. I'm kind of okay. jealous right now. All right, all right, sure. Go to YouTube, to look up Josh Donaldson, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay uh, Lightning, Toronto Maple Leaf game. He 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 was clever. Donaldson was clever. He wore a black Toronto vs. Everybody shirt while the. The Tampa Bay Lightning wore their black jerseys, and they're playing the Leafs. So he, he wore a black jersey to blend into the crowd at Tampa, but wore a Toronto vs. Everybody shirt, which is still, in in my eyes, my most favorite rep Toronto shirt. I've seen like the loyalty Toronto, but the Toronto vs. Everybody shirt makes me moist in the panties. He's my favorite Jays player. Okay, so here's the thing. Travis healthy right now. Probably will make it to the opening day. 
Ryan Gones probably not making the team. Yeah. Right. Also, Gones out of options, so probably will play the whole season barring an injury, which we know Travis hasn't gone through a full season. Over under Travis finishes the season. I think that there's going to be a nice break in between. He might finish the season on the roster, but he's not going to play a complete season, okay. I don't think. Mikey? Less than 50, 49%. Like, wow. I couldn't you possibly can't. say, I couldn't possibly err on the other side. I'd love to. I think he's going to be fine for now. But unfortunately, like, I don't know what it is. I don't, injury prone is a thing. And I don't know if people are unlucky or what it is, or there's just some weird magnetism that makes certain people get hurt more often. But he seems to have caught the bug, and until he proves me otherwise, I can't be 100% certain. I think that one thing that Steve Pierce brought in was to address this need to play second base, to play first base. The smoke is not very good. And to play second base when Travis gets hurt, and to play left field when Upton and Carrera aren't doing it, because we do have, like, questions that we're probably not going to, we don't have to address much further than that, but like that's, you know, I think that's actually where Pierce's value is going to lie. I don't think he's an incredibly big player, but I think he's very versatile, and I think he can get a hold of a couple, you know, he can hit better than Justin Smoke. Right. so that's good enough for me, you know, like that's, I think he's going to play a lot of first, and I think if Travis goes down, he'll be our close to full-time second baseman with Barney spelling too low once a week just to make sure he doesn't get hurt, so on right. and so you know Bar- yeah. Barney on the left side, and then if you, if you have a platoon of guys, uh, I I personally think that um, Smoke doesn't doesn't finish the season with a Jays. I believe he gets traded before that. Really, I, trade yeah, deadline? I, I think if not, I think he's part of a deal at the deadline. The Jays are buyers at the deadline if they need anything, which they'll probably need some kind of pitching, but I think they're buyers at the deadline. I think Smoke doesn't end the season with the Jays. I think Pierce. Ends the season as their first baseman. I think they sign Brett Laurie if he's healthy enough. He's their platoon guy at two. He played really well for the White Sox at two. Uh, he can still hit the ball. He doesn't have to go yard, but he can still hit the ball. The ball. You got uh, Barney on the left side to help offset the probable injuries of Donaldson and Tulo throughout the season. I think I, I think that that's where you go. Those those fills in those holes, and then not to jump too far ahead, but left field. We'll, we'll wait to get into left field. Uh, I know you, Jesse. Do you have any holes on the infield? And then Mikey will go back to you if you want. Cool. I, I don't know if I have holes uh, on the infield. Okay, first base. I honestly think exactly what you were saying. I mean, I, I can't really disagree with any of that. Injury prone, whatever. Like I, you kind of hit it on the nail on the head. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I really can't add much <laughs> okay. to that. All right, Mike, Coach, you got anything else you want to add to the infield? Yeah, I, my only comment would be that I think there's a situation in which Morales plays a decent amount at first base if smoke is no good and Travis gets hurt. Steve Pierce has to play second. I also think there's a situation where Batista plays a decent amount of first and we trade for a decent outfielder instead of a pitcher if everybody remains healthy at the deadline. So you- that, those are the two kind of things that I was I'm still on the Andrew McCutcheon train. I think for a year we could afford him. And if, you know, like I said, if we want to go for it for another year or two, why the fuck not? If you trade Justin Smoke plus give them cash plus give them Rowdy Tellez and, you, and, and, a, and a pitching prospect and you go for it. Like, that's another possible. They could do that if they wanted to. But I, I'm not convinced it'll happen. But those are the scenarios that play out in my If head. they pick up the Z Man, I'm on board. I might even go t shirt jersey on that guy. 
How, how many games do you think Morales can play at first? 30, 40? I think, I think he could probably play half the season if he had Wow. To. Really? Wow. Yeah, why not? I think he could do Batista 60 games, him 60 games, Pierce 40 games. You know, like, I think that could, that could work. Yeah, don't forget. In a desperate situation. Batista broke into the league playing third base. Yeah. So, you know. I, mean, I think Batista can play first base just fine. He's played in the spring, too. He, like, he's had the bet on. He's got a play. Yeah. He's only 10 games or 20 games. So, or, or uh, I'm all for it. When you bring in a defensive replacement and you get smoked the hell out of there and you move Batista to first. I guess, like, those are those are things, right? So, yeah, I think the I think I can see Batista get 20 games in. Plus at first, I think on the high side, 60s probably not right. Okay, Mike, over under. Does Melvin Upton finish the season as a Blue Jay? Yeah, but as a fourth outfielder, mostly on the bench, probably. Okay. okay. Jesse, who do you who's opening day left fielder? Upton. You think Upton's opening day left fielder? I think so. Mike, you agree? Steve Pierce. Steve Pierce. Oh, okay. I, I think Pierce, Pierce or Carrera. Healthy. I think we throw out our best lineup, and I think Pierce plays left. And I think they and, wait, first. Do they start? Do they start the season in Baltimore, right? Yes. Yeah, Steve Pierce in Baltimore. That should be fun. He's playing. He's playing the game, right? So whether he plays first or plays at left field, but I, I would I put my money on left field. I think they'll give Smoke the bat to first yeah, they, they've already gone out to say. Yeah, they've already gone out to say that uh, that uh, Smoke's playing the first month at first base to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. F- uh, first game Baltimore is a Monday. Is that right? Wow, that's weird. Yeah, that's right. Sunday night is uh, uh, well, Sunday is like two or three games that open the season, and then we're on Monday. Yeah, there it is. We will never have a weekend without baseball again after this week. Yeah. Till October. That's yeah, it. All right. No, I'm really looking forward to it. It's right. Is that a bad thing? I don't know if that's a bad thing. That's it's a never thing. a bad thing, more sports, man. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, Jesse, I'm going to start with you, and then Mike, I'm going to go with you right afterwards. Donaldson, over, under. Does he play more than 100 games? Does he start more than 100 games a season? Yes. Uh, yeah, but I think maybe just over. I'm thinking maybe like 110 or 110? something like that. Yeah, 120 maybe. It's all about the health, but I'm I'm hoping with the new girlfriend and the new. Uh, <laughs> you just want to see that. You just want to see more. the new Playboy life and everything. He's Mister Toronto right now. I'm I'm hoping the confidence and our trainers have him uh, gearing up for a great season. Okay, Mikey. Donaldson's going to play 149 games this year. He's Woo! Been, uh, 13 days off to do a DL stint so he can film season five of Vikings. And that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, that, like, 10-second moment he had okay. in that show. I would be surprised if he DHs and then they put Morales in first and they put Barney in third or, or, or like, you know, I don't think Batista will ever play third to be honest with you. That's no. Me. I know he came up as a third baseman, but, yeah, I think Barney will get maybe 20 games at third and, no, I have to agree. I can't see him sitting much unless he's hurt, or he, or his, or his or his girlfriend beats him up the night before. Yeah, because I I, I bet she can crush a couple watermelons if you know what I mean, Jesse. You love that hair, man. Oh, man. <laughs> hair of a model, you know, like hair of an angel, maybe. All right, let's go. Morales versus Double E. It's going to be talked about all season. Who wins the battle, the DH for Toronto? Is is Edwin 
like I've gone on the record to say that Edwin's not going to have a good season this year. What happens? Double E, Morales, the battle of the stick. Who wins? Can we just talk about Edwin's face? In that first press conference for Cleveland, oh. like it, the reality was sinking in for him that he was no longer yeah. a Blue Jay. You know yeah. what? You know what? That was heartbreaking. Yeah. This is what I want to do. I want to do a montage, a slow pitcher montage of the slow in and out of that photo with Shaggy's hit, It Wasn't Me, playing in the background <laughs> because his face is like, oh, I caught you on the counter. Oh, it wasn't me. I, I feel I feel like Kendris is going to have a better season than Edwin this year, but not as good of a season as Edwin had for us last year. Yes. Wow. That's you know what? That's a great. I like that. I like that a lot. I I mean, not many people are going to knock him. What was 134 RBIs? Yeah. You know, but that parrot man, that guy was one of the hearts of this team yeah. last year. So he it's was going to be. Tough. He was a Kawasaki of 2015, who just that, got released by the Cubs. By the way. Well, he's a World Series champion, man. Yeah. He, someone's going to pick him up. Mike, um, who's going to win the battle? The, the I think, sorry, I, I, you cut out there a little bit. My, my mistake. I, I was going to say my prediction on Edwin was um, I think he'll have a better season than Morales this year, but not by much. Um, and I don't think he'll have as good a season as he has, he's had for us in the past. But like, I think there's a, a re- realistic change going to Cleveland. I think Cleveland's still a pretty good team, and I think they're going to compete this year. But, um, no, I mean, Edwin... Edwin's a premier slugger, and he's better than Morales, in my opinion. But, you know, it is what it is, and and I I think he'll do fine. I think he'll do fine. I think he benefited from being in the Jays lineup, and he'll never put those numbers up again, but he'll, he'll be slightly better. So do you, do you think he's over, under 100 RBIs this season? Yeah, I think he probably gets about 115. Okay. Over, under 35 home runs. Probably exactly 35 home runs. Yeah. I got him on the books probably between 30, 35 home runs. And in my head, I got him between 90 and 110 RBIs. I can't yeah, see more than that. Yeah, and, and you know what? Morales, in my head, I got Morales at the same mark. And he'll probably he'll benefit about being in that Blue Jay lineup um, that had, that has, you know, six six guys that can hurt you and, and three guys that, that will surprise you. So I think that... I think Morales will, will have the better numbers at the end of the end of the season. Um, you know, uh, Edwin will have the the benefit of the what was it twenty million dollars, but you know, yes. Morales will have a yeah, and Morales will have a beautiful beautiful run, beautiful playoff run. All right, Jesse. No, I think he'll be fine. Like the only thing I think Edwin will seriously outhit him in is home runs, and I think that he could hit him five. Ten more home runs than him, but I think Morales' batting average is a better contact hitter, and I think he'll probably, in some ways, he may be more useful to us. We'll yeah. see. Time will tell. Contact's always been the Blue Jays' Achilles' heel in our last two playoff runs. Is not switch hitter too, right? Yeah, and, and that's going to be special too. I mean, yeah. in New York, if if you bat left-handed in New York, you will have thirty-five home runs at the end of the season. Yeah. New, New York's left first field is going to do this year in his rookie season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, gents, um, let's tie this off. This okay. has been a beautiful, like... It's going to be fired up for the whole summer. Oh, man, I, I'm geared up. I'm going to link that Rise Up or We Rise video in the in the uh, Facebook thread. Probably going to release this next day or two, but this is beautiful. I'm so excited. Mikey, Mike, the coach, Pericone, soon to be proud papa. I'm so excited for you, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. We're, we're going to have a going-to-be-dad coming out shortly. Really, really anxious, yeah. 
right on. And and so it, it's going to happen any day, right? Yeah, but we figure in the next week or so we should be Beauty. good to go. So it's just, it's just a timing thing at this point. But yeah, we're, uh, we're all systems go now. I love it. Ball yeah. Walker. When are we going to get a next Ball Walker podcast? We got to get going on that again. A new we season. Did. New season. Refresher. Yes. Working the grind. We're coming out soon. Yeah, East, East going to be up back on board. Well, we don't know. East John, somebody. Ball will be there for sure. That's All what right. I can tell you guys. I like it. All right. So, for my BJ Bros, episode one of 2017, this is it. The race to the playoffs begin. Go Jays, go. Let's do it, boys. Woo! Go Jays. Can't wait. <laughs>